The Better Business Analysis Institute presents the Better Business Analysis podcast with Kingsman Walsh. The most common question I get in my work life is how did I become a BA? Generally followed up with how can I become a BA? And it's an interesting topic because there isn't really a linear path for many when they get into this space. Um, and I'll explain why I think that is. Uh, this is definitely my opinion. And there are um, those who have followed more traditional paths than I have. Um, what I generally say as a response here, and, and this is similar to some of the interview questions in which I pose to candidates, is BA is very focused on your soft skills. And that might be a surprise to some that I'm not talking about um, writing great requirements or process modeling, which is fundamental and I believe is fundamental for um, any BA. But they are things that can be learned quite easily. Um, if you give me a team, literally, you know, I've had a team of, of say, 10 BAs in a junior um, position, you know, I can train them up to be pretty good process modelers and requirement uh, elicitation and um, requirement writers uh, within a short period of time. And yes, they'll need years experiencing trying these in real life environments and different case studies and, and, and coaching and networking. But um, those two hard skills can be learned. What I think can't be as easily learned are the soft skills, uh, which either require you to have these naturally, as in you are in a position now, you may not have had them a few years ago, but you've acquired them, or for you to generate um, situations and environments in which you develop these soft skills. And that second part there, the development of soft skills takes a lot longer and may uh, even not be possible if you have um, some attributes or, or um, desires uh, to, uh, to not head in that direction. So there, you could have some beliefs or some ways or mannerisms in which you act, uh, which is deep in your personal self, which may stop you from being... Um, you know, a really great BA um, because it involves some of these fundamental soft skills I'm going to talk about now. And those fundamental soft skills, I believe, are high EQ. So you really understand people. Um, you can have um, empathy towards them. You uh, have a desire to really understand the problems they're going through, why their problems for them, why are they pain points? You need to love people. You need to actually enjoy hanging around with people and talking to people. And if you don't like that, if that's something you just particularly don't like, you will struggle as a successful business analyst. Yes, there are some fringe BA roles in which you could potentially go into, um, which don't involve as much interaction with people, uh, but you will struggle as a um, what I would define as a better business analyst if you do not have those abilities. And the only way to gain um, loving people is to obviously put yourself 
into positions and situations where you meet a lot of people and learn to love it. And we can use words here like introvert and extrovert. Um, that isn't a hard and fast rule. Um, extroverts generally get the energy from people, and so it will drive them for um, and fuel them while they have interactions. And obviously, uh, introverts have the opposite effect. They get drained when dealing with people, especially in large groups. And that's that's a huge generalization, but it is generally the definition. Um, I know lots of BAs that are introverts who learn to put on a persona, who who are exhausted after a workshop. And, you know, and to be honest, it is a tough job. And even if you are an extrovert, you could run out of energy if you've been running a workshop all day. Um, however, those learnt kind of, I would say, learnt extroverts, so they are naturally introverts, um, you know, they, th there are lots of BAs who are in that position and they've learnt to create a persona and to um, they have energy reserves which allows them to let, to complete uh, workshops effectively and so the hard skill is the, the the hard skill there is is less important and what I'm really talking about is these soft skills so when we talk about uh, loving people and empathy that has to be true in terms of even if you uh, get drained when you interact with them as long as you can manage that the other aspect in the soft skill uh, is really persuasion. Um, persuasion seems like a, a bad word. It seems um, a little bit, you know, untrusting. It seems suggests, uh, for example, you know, when you, when you if you ask for word association and you said the word persuade, you could think that you were convincing someone to buy something. For example, but persuasion is your ability to negotiate with someone effectively and for them to understand your point of view and for you to get a result. And a BA needs to be able to do that. It needs to, they need to be able to have negotiation skills, communication skills, and ultimately they will probably need to persuade. So the other aspect in the soft skills space, which is critical, is they have to be able to communicate effectively. And that doesn't necessarily, when I say communicate effectively, I kind of think about my uh, third form school report where it said that, you know, Ben was very effective at communicating at the back of the class about other topics, but maybe not, you know, uh, focusing on his studies or his English studies. And effectively, I wasn't great at the, the subject of English. And you can see that when you look at my writing in terms of my grammar, spelling, and I am, um, you know, dyslexic. And so that made me, you know, disconnect a little bit from the subject, the school subject, English. Um, but I wouldn't say that my grades in that area necessarily re reflect on my ability to communicate. And communication can come in many ways. Obviously, I'm talking on this podcast here, podcast with um, verbal communication, but you could draw diagrams. Uh, you've got the written language. Um, you've got uh, body language, um, you've got the ability to use all sorts of tools and techniques um, to communicate. And communication and how you communicate needs to be consistent, it, it needs to be clear, it needs to be summarized, it should be to the point when we talk about business 
analysis. So if you are able to communicate effectively, if you love people, if you have empathy for people and a desire to um, solve puzzles, to solve um, or problem solve, I guess is the word, and, and analyze why something happens the way it does. Um, you may have been the kid who took apart part the, the radio when you were younger to figure out how it worked and put it back together again, you know, hoping it would work. Um, these are the, the these general skills, um, soft skills are what I find time and time again when I meet a successful BA. So when you're considering whether or not this is the right career transition for you, these are the, the these are the um, skills in which a hiring manager will be looking at, and it will um, having strong soft skills will allow you to work in different environments. So if you're working as a um, back office business analyst at a um, permanent um, employer. Um, these skills are still very important for you to be known as a great BA. Um, however, they might be less important if um, if you were um, if you're in a situation where you're a consultant, for example. These skills are hugely important because consulting is another layer on that, and therefore you need to be able to communicate with clients, and you have much more um, interface um, time with your stakeholders. So those soft skills are really, really important. So I'd say that number one, um, if you wanted to get into business analysis, you need to spend some time on those soft skills. Uh, really um, look at yourself, ask your friends and family what they honestly think of you when it comes down to your ability to interact with others and your ability to communicate with them. And they might say that, that you're fine, but I would then suggest that maybe you generate uh, opportunity to present to your um, business colleagues and maybe just ask them for feedback. So you've got the soft skills. That's 100% number one priority, I think, in terms of becoming a BA. And then next, we move on to some of the harder skills that you need to be a BA. And we talked about before process modeling and requirements management. Uh, and you can learn those very easily. You can learn those on our website or online. Um, there is obviously like any craft or trade, you need to learn how to do those steps effectively and use tools and techniques to get there. And you'll pick those up from um, as you develop. Um, and I would say the two number one areas that you should learn uh, potentially before you come a VA is what is a process, what is process hierarchy, how do you model processes, and then what are requirements, where do they come from, how do they relate to process, how to write them, and the world of IT. So you do also need to know some tools and techniques and a general sense of how information technology works. So if you have those attributes, and probably in addition, the business, the idea about understanding what a business is, and those soft skills, you really set up um, to become, you know, have an option of coming becoming a really successful BA. And from there, it's just a matter of refining those skills, learning more, um, and how to do that consistently and, and around projects and delivery models. And then you can really scale from that point. 
So I would suggest that you can learn all of those things quite easily. Um, and then you could have an option of becoming a BA. And a BA is very similar. Probably I've got a friend uh, who's a very successful tradesperson who started off, you know, doing an apprenticeship, for example, getting paid um, quite low wages, doing some of the grunt work, and then over time stepping up, stepping up to be able to run his own business and with it um, became a step up in income. And you usually find that BAs follow a similar path. So you get into IT or you get a job where you're really doing what I would say is lackey work, anything uh, to understand projects and people and processes. And then um, you do some time in pro project land, maybe as a project analyst, maybe configuring a system, maybe a help desk is a really good idea good way to come into IT, a really in, uh, low barrier for entry. And then once you, you know, learn a little bit more and apply some skills and push to apply those skills, uh, then, you know, you might find that a job opens up in the IT area or the business area for a BA or for an improvement officer, and then you can move into there. Um, I do recommend you get some kind of certification, either an entry level from the IIBA um, you can also come to the Better Business Analysis Institute and do your uh, certified uh, Better Business Analyst Level 1 course. It is um, It will cover everything you need from a hard skill point of view, and we talk about soft skills as well, but from a hard skill point of view for you to really um, be proud to call yourself a better business analyst. And doing a certification like that will um, show the world and, you know, through LinkedIn and through your CV that you do have the basic skills and, you know, maybe the difference between you getting a job over someone else who's applying who doesn't have a certification. So that's my advice for you getting into business analysis in terms of you understanding where you came from. My journey, as I said, I would talk about was from an example where I finished university with a software engineering degree. So the tech around IT was there. I didn't have as much interaction with people. Uh, and actually the opposite was the case probably in terms of my degree, in terms of programming. However, um, my first job was actually in a property rates department at a local council. And that involved me working a lot with rate payers and also doing processing work and systems. And that and I had to learn my kind of customer service representative um, skills and 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 develop those as I work through this role. Uh, there was a role in IT that opened up, which was project um, analyst work, which was really lackey for a project manager, rolling out VoIP phones and understanding a little bit more around technology and how projects worked. And I tried to absorb as much around project management, project coordination as I could. Uh, then eventually I moved into systems analysis, which is sometimes referred to as technical business analysis, where I was configuring systems based on requirements. I wouldn't call that business analysis. It was more um, changing or writing specifications for our vendor to change our ERP system to respond to business requirements. And then I left, um, I left my hometown and moved overseas to work in various roles um, in ITEL space and um, global companies, uh, and then eventually picked up um, my first BA role where I was working for a telecommunications company, where I was now the person who was modeling processes and then working out what um, 
what the business needed in terms of its outcomes, working with stakeholders and started to do workshops in a very narrow scope, which was in the finance and uh, billing and um, side of things, which used tools like Navision, Salesforce, and obviously the processes we had. And, and so I kind of niched in that area and I made a determination actually with the help of my boss at the time of whether or not as a coming from a business systems analysis background, whether or not I should go into architecture, which was something from is the technical realm at this point, or whether or not I should go closer to the business. And that, and that was the way I chose. And my story continues on there, which I'll um, talk about in another episode. But that was really my way in, in terms of my time. And that did take you know, a, quite a few years there to get to where I needed to be. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a certification, um, but that was my journey. And when I've interviewed a number of BAs, and, and I actually say some of the best BAs I've ever worked with, they've all had very interesting backstories. Most of them have traveled. Uh, most of them haven't come straight out of university. They haven't done BA all their life. Um, I hired a, a nurse uh, in my previous company who had done a few things and worked away and become a became a BA by naturally working on a project and then kind of realizing her skills could be reused across programs. And she's a fantastic BA. I've worked with people who have been in the beer industry, the music industry, uh, coming into business analysis. Uh, but they've all shared those soft attributes I talked about before. And so I've, you know, picked up on those and maybe that's just the type of hiring manager I am is to pick up on the soft attributes and then, you know, giving them a chance and they've, you know, out, outshined me and others in the team because they've just been really fantastic. Uh, I love business analysis. You can probably hear it in my voice and um, I would encourage more people to join the profession. Um, I think that those who are naturally uh, eager to, examine how things work, love people, uh, love speaking in front of a crowd, um, may have come from the arts, for example. Um, this is a fantastic career choice for you. And, you know, maybe respond to the podcast, jump on our website, flick me a note if you're interested in knowing specifically more around how you can become a BA. And um, that's the episode, and I'll speak to you next time.